Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Fun Foss Agri Roundup, where we catch up with agronomist Martin Murray, talking all things agronomy. Harvest is well underway for 2020, and hopefully we can all rein in a decent yield, if not a bumper. We're talking about everything leading up to harvest for this year. Let's get into it. G'day, Muzz. Yeah. Good to have you back for the Fun Foss Agro Roundup. How's things going? Yeah, good, crazy. Good to be back. Uh, things are going well, just sort of gearing up for harvest here at the moment. Yeah, I've seen a few trucks roll over a few way bridges there um, earlier on in the piece over in WA and on the eastern seaboard. It's good to see um, it all coming together for the farmers and also for the agros like yourself. Yeah, no, it's, it's coming along pretty well. The, the season sort of turned a bit hard there at the end, but, you know, it's caused the prices to go up a bit, so it should be a Pretty good year all round. What are we sitting on for wheat, barley at the moment, roughly? Uh, Price-wise, I would say we're... I mean, obviously, it depends where you're delivering to and how far you are from port, but you're sort of somewhere in that ballpark from 260 to 280. It, it really just depends where you are and uh, the routes it's got to take to port, but it's, um, you know, it's pretty good. You know, there's plenty of crops going three to four ton. Uh, there's a couple even up in that five ton mark, so it's it's coming along pretty nicely. There's a few articles getting about that we're in store for a bumper harvest. What do you think of that in your area? Are we looking good or? I mean, compared to the last three years, it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not as good as 16 or even maybe 15. We sort of had that tap turn off sort of July, August, and it just ended up with a real hard finish. But uh, we should still be in line for a um, for a pretty good result. Well, hopefully it all like, turns out for the farmers. What challenges have you seen heading into harvest? 
Uh, so in the lead up the harvest, we had a big mice issue out here. Uh, they were sort of a bit hit and miss, depending where you were, just they were really hammering certain areas. Uh, but they were, you know, they were sort of up right up there in northern New South Wales, around Moree, up to Inverell, down here at Armatree, sort of Dubbo way. And that's about the scope of the area that I get around. So that's that's really all I knew about, but I'm sure they're about elsewhere. How, how were they knocking the plant? Knock it over at the stem, or they're just eating the seeds straight away. So earlier on, when the crop's green, they chew through the stem. Yep. Like you got all those nice, really sugary juices moving up to the head, trying to fill that grain and set that grain. So they chew through there, get into there, and it just it looks like you got a paddock full of crown rot. You just get all these white heads everywhere. Uh, a bit later on, sort of now-ish, although they've backed off a bit, you get them up in the heads, chewing the grain and just shredding the heads really easy to find you just walk through your paddock and you'll just see these half random heads down on the ground and it's um yes pretty clear cut it's pretty disappointing to see in the tail end especially from mice running through your crop how how can you deal with this as a farmer uh so the you basically you just bait them uh you get a uh, like a wheat seed that's treated with a zinc phosphide uh, very similar to the phosphotoxin you use in your silos and you just spread that out with a plane. It's relatively cheap. You're looking like for us at least, we're looking at around $7 for the mouse bait, $7 a hectare that is. And um, yeah, it was about the same again for the plane. So it was 14 to $50, uh, sorry, 14 to $15 all up. And um, it got some pretty good results. And the beauty about it being a grain you know as long as you don't get rain on it it hangs around there for ages uh, so we had fellas still finding dead mice in their paddocks three to four weeks later it was a pretty good result when you're talking of mice like how many are you seen like every foot you walk or here and there yeah basically like um you know there's fairly rough thresholds what i was using was sort of i was finding one dead head every meter that was enough for me you got others that were being absolutely hammered and occasionally you just see the saw the odd crop that either had one tiny little patch that was probably caused by one mouse or, you know, there was just one head every 10, 20 metres. But it was just amazing how quickly they could explode. You'd go from thinking, well, that's not too much to worry about to coming back there a week later and going, geez, we really should have hit this last week. Uh, and then, of course, we had other places where... It, you know, it wasn't that too wasn't too much to worry about. It still wasn't too much to worry about. So it's, um, I guess, it comes down to the grower and how risk adverse they are. Uh, a lot of our fellas are pretty trigger happy. They finally got a good crop. They really wanted to protect it. And when you get such a good residual result out of that mouse bait, providing you don't get rain, it's almost the earlier you get it on the better. And then some fellas would just get a little twelve volt spreader on the back of the quad bike or back of the ute and they'll just run mouse bait around the edges because that's where you tend to see it first. The mice don't just spontaneously appear in the paddock. They push in from the edges, generally from a side where you've got a little creek or pasture or some other form of natural habitat. Yeah, right. I just strike them where they come in first. More so on prevention than yeah. hopefully not having a plague. Yeah, correct. So some fellas were quite happy just to run around with the quad spreader and some fellas I know just 
said, you know what, we'll just put the plane just around the edge of this paddock. Uh, plane spreads like a 50 metre width. So if they just go around the edge of the crop, gives you a nice little buffer zone before they get into the heart of the crop and um, saves a lot of time, effort, hassle of, you know, riding around all day with a little quad bike and a 12 volt spreader. They just thought their time was better spent elsewhere in the business. Yeah, definitely. So for looking on to the yield for wheat, barley, canola, how's it looking in your area? Oh, in our area, I reckon you, you might get some five-ton crops. Most of them are sort of going to be three-and-a-half-ton wheat. Um, there will be some two-ton canola around, I'd reckon, which is pretty good for us. Um, yeah, and barley could go five to six ton, depending on the country that it's on. It's normally a high yielder. Yeah, well, the winter crop is meant to rise 49% for New South Wales from like last year's crop. So it's good to see like we've got that early on rain really helped the farmers out. Have you seen like the rain damaging any around your area? This late rain or it's all held off a bit? Uh, no, no, we haven't had any late rain yet. It's um, yeah, we're, we're watching the forecast with a little bit of dread, but you know, we've got some fairly well cracked open soils. So if we do get a bit of rain, it should hopefully dry out fairly quickly. Yep. And as soon as the heads are dry again, we'll be able to hook back into harvest. Perfect. So what's like, what's your role coming into harvest? Is your job done as an agro? Uh, for the most part. So there's a few crops like your pulses and canola to an extent. We don't really do a lot around here, but some people do desiccate their canola. So a lot of the faba beans have been desiccated. Uh, a lot of the lupins will be, chickpeas will be. So it's uh, it gives you an opportunity just to help the crop dry out evenly and make for a more consistent harvest timing while cleaning up any weeds that may have gotten away in those pulses or canola. So there's a bit of that going on. But other than that, I've agreed to spend a few days on a header while um, a contractor mate of mine waits for a another bloke to arrive so there's a bit of that going on too yeah no that's like a huge pain point people are calling out for people to work within harvest um and even like into fruit picking how have you seen in your area like a farmer struggling to get seats filled yeah they are they're struggling to get seats filled and they're struggling for parts for machinery it's just two big spinners that covid's thrown in the works so um yeah, a lot of those roles that are normally filled by backpackers have been trying to call, you know, fellas at uni that have said, yeah, and then nah, and then tried to find a few other fellas to jump in. It's just been, there's been a lot of hit and miss, but I think it will work out in the end for a lot of people, but it has been a lot of extra work. Uh, and the, yeah, the labour shortfall is really noted. And that's probably still not as bad as the whole parts issue. There's a lot of fellas waiting on a lot of parts uh, just because manufacturing and shipping and all those sort of things have just been held back due to COVID. And on top of that, I, I assume that a lot of parts warehouses in Australia have sort of been running down their stock in the last few years, just as not a lot was going on. Yeah, that's a huge pain point for farmers, especially like when you're broken down in the paddock, you're looking for a part within... 48 hours at least normally uh, but you've got to wait that little bit more that might do us for the agro wrap up 
we'll have to end it there. But say good day to the next junior agro coming up. Congratulations on your newborn. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He enjoyed his first little appearance on the show, although he didn't say much. As he's made his way out in the ute, checking out the paddocks. Uh, not really. He's yeah, he's been around a few, but uh, not a heap. Not eating the bugs yet. No, 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 not eating the bugs yet. All good. Thanks, Buzz. Tune in next time. No. Thanks for listening to the Agro Roundup with myself and Martin, the informal catch-up talking everything agronomy. If you've got an agronomy question, send it in on our social media and we'll be happy to have a crack at answering it. It's good to see many farmers getting the relief from the poor harvests in the last few years, but there are still many parts of the country still well within drought and battling through. So my thoughts go out to those guys and girls doing their best to get through to the other side. I'm sure there'll be some rain on the way. To continue the conversation for our episodes, head on over to the Farms Advice Facebook group where you can connect and learn from others. Stay tuned for the next Agro Roundup for the mid-harvest. Let us know if you're listening to Farms Advice in the tractor and tag us on Instagram for your harvest shots. I'd love to see where we reach. Until next time, cheers. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.